You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. Hello, this is the Roof English podcast and I'm Darren Adam. Thank you very much as ever for your company. I find myself back in Borganes today and we are with someone who was, was mentioned in one of our previous podcasts when I spoke to Jess and Dan about setting up a comedy scene or, or curating more of a comedy scene here in Borganes. Jess was talking about a festival that she is putting together in February of next year with the artist... Michelle Bird, in whose home and studio I find myself sitting on a beautiful, almost summer's day, looking out over the fjord here in Borganes. Michelle, thank this you. Is a summer day. Well, well, yeah, it was the first day of summer a couple of weeks ago, yes, so officially. Is, yes, blue skies and sunshine. But you've got work to do in here, though, in the studio, haven't I you? I do, I do, and that's actually, you know, that's kind of the the uh, the trouble with good sunny days is they keep me out of the studio, which. Which is probably why being in Iceland is so conducive to creativity is because you kind of have to go into that deep dark space (laughs) inside the corner of your minds or inside your soul and and it uh, yeah it's really conducive to um, uh, yeah self-expression. We'll get into your art in just a few moments time but the views that you have here as I say are absolutely stunning. Are they inspiring? Um, well, <laughs> actually, I think that they're... Um, it, it's different. I wouldn't say that they're inspiring. They actually are... They, they're mesmerizing, mm. and um, they, they, they instill a kind of repose, um, which is sometimes a bit distracting. Sometimes, like, when I'm looking outside at these mountains, I... I I feel like um, I could stare out into this uh, uh, this distance forever, mm. and it's not just the mountains; it's actually the um, the ebb and the flow of the tides yeah. and uh, all of the uh, curious natural phenomena that happens uh, on the water out here is. Uh, quite spectacular so you can find yourself just sitting and staring and then yeah. you realize oh damn it's like four <laughs> hours later and I've actually got to be doing something other than drinking coffee so <laughs> or wine or whatever that yeah or whatever or yeah or prosecco well, or whatever that may be okay. but yeah um well let's get to the to the fruits of, of some of the labor then as I say we're sitting in in your studio or part of part of your studio I don't know here in the house and there is a huge range of tubes of paint in front of me and turps and brushes and we're surrounded by some of some of the artwork so talk me through uh, are these works in progress firstly the ones that are up on the wall yes absolutely um i began these works uh three weeks ago so um and uh, so you're looking at two separate panels here. These are large panels, about 160 by, or I would say 160 high by 220 wide. Um, and uh, yeah, they 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 they've just evolved. Um, I'm definitely in a kind of sea fantasy at this moment and uh and i and i really love this world i think that there's uh it's it's absolutely 
um, uh, what do you call it? It's, it's so difficult to come out of this painting because yeah. once I'm drawn into it, I'm, I'm getting so much pleasure from the act of painting. Um, I I'm, I'm driven actually to, to continue with this. I was going to try and to describe the, the, the content of it as much as we can. Of course, this isn't a finished piece, but there is a fish and there is a human figure and there's a human hand and some jellyfish. And this is obviously all taking place. Uh, this is, this in... is a demigod. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's like half human, half goddess. She is a, she's a siren or a mermaid, but I think she's more a mermaid than a siren yes, because she's yes. gentle and uh, she's got this. And she's uh, happy. Yes, yes, she yes. And she's holding an eel. <laughs> she was less happy. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. It looks pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. So there's, uh, there's this dynamic happening. Did you have an idea that you would have these characters i guess in this piece as no, you start no 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 i don't have any preconceived ideas i don't like to conceptualize what will happen before it happens i don't like to do that in life i think it ruins the yeah. the the surprise element of what's next and especially in a painting um, I really don't like to plan or architect an idea before i begin so i i Every painting begins almost like an abstract painting with just uh, just these uh, mm. uh, fluid strokes. But I do spend a lot of time um, daydreaming. So I'll daydream about all kinds of things, as mm -hmm. one does when they daydream. Yeah, they have absolutely. all these fanciful ideas and notions that come into their mind. And, and what I'm trying to do is uh, convey this, uh, this, this essence, this feeling onto, yeah, uh, onto the canvas using, uh, as it were, these static materials like uh, paint and and bring them to life. And uh, that's that's my that, mm. that is that is my aim when I'm painting is to give to give this this uh, yes. this content well, life. I, I was asking earlier on about whether or not the view that you have and you're surrounded by water and it seems pretty much all sides here. Was it inspirational to you? You know, I didn't mean directly in terms of you sitting down and wanting to paint a, st <laughs> uh, a still life or, or whatever. But but there's so much love of the water and the sea in this in this painting and another one to the left. Do you think being surrounded by all of this water and all of this beauty <laughs> is is making its way into these? Um, yes and no. I did have a recent visit to the ocean, and I realized that my longing for the ocean is there. We are not actually on the sea. We're in the mouth of a river mm -hmm. here. And so it's it's close to a feeling of the ocean. And when it's, it's very close. When it's when it's stormy, that's when I feel like I'm on the ocean. But I don't smell the salt and I don't smell the seaweed here. Mm -hmm. And I very rarely stumble upon a shell. And mm -hmm. uh, I I when I was a kid I grew up in I, well, I didn't grow up, but I spent uh, enough years in Hawaii and I went to nursery school there and I, I had a life there that uh, that uh, reminded me so much of uh, what I love about mm. existence and the 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 closeness to the the breaking waves and uh, the roar of the ocean and mm. the uh, tumultuous ocean. I you know there's uh, yeah that that's I think it's in me somehow and then of course living in San Francisco in the Bay Area well, that would also, um, yeah. yeah that's you know that's definitely been an influence mm. and 
you know, as a teenager, I used to hitchhike regularly to to the beach and spend most of my uh, summer afternoons and there or cut class and <laughs> and go off yeah. to the beach whenever it was a sunny day. Mm-hmm. So, which meant uh, a lot of a lot of mistakes. Lot of <laughs> <laughs> but oh well, we'll we'll oh, skip well. all that. <laughs> but but look where it's brought you. And we we spoke, as I say, on a recent edition of the podcast to. Jess and Dan and Jess was telling me about the festival that you are organising with her which will be in Borgenes as of February. She also told me about her experience at your urging of blindfold painting. Yes, that is um, that is uh, a process that I've been uh, developing for the past I'd say 15-20 years and um, yeah, it's um it's a what is it? It's a fast track. It's a fast track to connecting with uh with your imagination to um finding your brushstroke, uh, you know, if you're if you're uh if you're an artist and you want to you want to break free of something. Um this process really is uh, helpful for um creating um a, a space where you can find your self-expression without being influenced by anything else or anyone else even being influenced by what you're painting because you can't see it right so you can't conduct it you can't uh, even if you have a an idea a preconceived idea a concept of what you're going to paint which some people try and do when they come in it's like oh no i've heard that i've got this blindfolded painting thing so i'm going to try and memorize an image (laughs) (laughs) and i I find it quite clever but but at the same time it 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 doesn't really work because when you're blindfolded and also it's being immersed in this environment where um i uh i i sort of uh uh, choreograph the colors and I DJ um, uh, specific sounds, sounds mm-hmm. that will um, evoke uh, a variety of uh, expression and emotions. And, uh, and, and it's, it's really wonderful to see because when you're watching people and they, um, they're they're moving and they begin and in the beginning they'll begin with you know blindfolded and they have to make these gestures or they get to make these mm-hmm. gestures and uh, of course I coach them and I I try and uh, get them to to let go and um, uh, find this uh, state of bliss mm. of creating and painting and uh, and it, and it can take a while sometimes it takes about. Uh, uh, a good five minutes for some people to really uh, let go. But once the, once the sounds and rhythms mm-hmm. begin, and whether it be pre-recorded music, sometimes it's been live music. One time I did a very large workshop at Google Zurich, and we had, it was insane, we had uh, 200 participants, a live band. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. It wasn't, now we can't say it's a live band because it was just musicians playing all kinds of wacky instruments yes. like an alp horn. Or, but, but playing them live. Yeah, playing them live to, and, and it was all improv. So I'm really interested in what, you know, what improv brings out. And I think that there's this thing that uh, when when we actually express from uh, the best part of ourselves, and when we're completely relaxed and feeling 
um, in tune with our materials and our environment that we do create, yeah. um, a, we do have the opportunity for virtuosity. That's when, that's when things come out. That's when, that's when the unedited, um, yeah, real stuff comes out. Like yeah. as, you know, if you're, if you're doing blind writing, you know, a lot of people do that too. A lot of yes. writers will do blind writing because that is a way for them not to go back and edit, but just to, you know, you're typing with your eyes closed and you're yes. just letting it all flow out. And, and it's, it's a similar process in this way in that uh, you can't edit anything. You, there's no competitiveness. Yeah. Um, there is only this feeling of um, letting go. We were talking about blindfolded painting and, and, and also the festival that you are assembling with Jess that will come to Borgonese. And, and a big part of that is about what you might call audience participation, but it's more than that, isn't it? It's about the, the audiences being more than passive observers of the art. I actually invited Jess out here because I was missing comedy. <laughs> I needed some laughter in my life. Right. And it was, uh, it was kind of a selfish act of saying, hey, Jess, come on out here, bring some comedy, organize some stuff. I, you know, there are all these grants out here. Mm. I'll help you. I'll help you connect. And, uh, but we, we need this. We really need it. We need it. Uh, we need a reason to get out and um, connect on this level together as a society, as neighbors, friends, and mm. uh, humans. So, uh, yeah, so that was, that was my motivation. I'm not actually organizing. I'm just connecting, Jess. Sure, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm, 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 well, that's a big part of putting something like that together, I think, is, is knowing people and being persuasive. Yeah, well, that's, that's really sweet, but that's just kind of nature for me. <laughs> well, it's not really, it's not yeah, a but, job. No, no, but, but, but <laughs> it's absolutely. Not it's not a job description, but it's, it's what you do, and it's what you do very successfully, I yeah, would I, suggest. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm kind of like a glue. Yeah. <laughs> like this glue that connects people. But, but I think it's, um, yeah, I, I, I think that uh, it's more out of uh, um, wanting to... Um, Wanting to establish a dynamic in our in our cultural sector here, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and I see the potential. I see possibilities everywhere. This is my yeah. problem: is I, I just see possibilities, and that's that's what painting is about. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't see the possibilities, nothing will happen on a canvas. You'll just sit there and say, "Uh, okay, it will just be a blank canvas." But it's the whole idea is like, "Oh wow, that brushstroke! Whoa, whoa, that looks like a." Hmm, that could be this, and then you, and then it suddenly takes form. Yes. It's like yes, okay. So, so it's just this, you know, whatever you look at has a myriad of possibilities, and so Borgenus is kind of like that as well, where it's got all of these possibilities for um, venues. So we have like, um, let me think. Uh, we have the Sergudlofteth, uh, which is at the settlement center. And we've used that a number mm -hmm. of times. So uh, for, for, for venues such as uh, the Borgonus uh, Film Freak, so we had two years in a row a film festival here that I, uh, that, uh, I that's a big word, but let's say we, we mm -hmm. organized, uh, friends and I organized together, and that was also a, a really fun event. That was so good. We had so many amazing films and really good contributions from people all over the world. And 
a good show, good mm-hmm. show of people. Mm-hmm. People want film. They want to yeah. see film. They want to. They want to experience. They want to experience a myriad of emotions together without without having to go through any formalities. And that's what a movie. And is. without distractions. Yeah, without distractions. Yes. So uh, yeah. So that's uh, that was that was the Sögelöftet, and then we also used. Oh, it's going to come to mind. We have a little. Uh, we have a. We have a little like community movie theater. And I wouldn't call it little. It's actually a pretty damn big stage. And we can get about uh, 60, 70 people in there. And it is called Oldall. And uh, we also had plenty of projects there. We also did the film mm-hmm. fest- the film Freaks there one year as well. That's when we had um, mostly horror films. That was pretty hard. That was a tough one because we had to screen all the films. God, I had so many nights. It was insane. <laughs> yeah, it was really nuts. It was uh, that was that was too hard. After yeah. that, it was like no, 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 never, never, again. <laughs> never again, never again. I, <laughs> otherwise, I'll, 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 it, it'll just end badly. Yes. So, and then we have the uh, the Hjalmar which is uh, part of the MB, the Mentorskole. And Hjalmar Kletter, the Mentorskole building was actually established. Um, as uh, uh, to to be utilized by um, the Mentoscola, but also to be utilized as a community center. So we've also used that space for other projects as well. So um, I I always found that Borganus was really cool in this way, in that you had all of these facilities. Now mm. you have Kvika too. It has a podcast uh, uh, section. It has a green screen. Okay. You have all, multiple... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 3D printers, um, a variety of other kind of uh, high-tech printers that you can use to uh, make merchandise or whatever else. So, and this is free to the public. You just have to bring your own materials. Okay. So, so we we have resources here. So we have tons of resources, but we don't have enough people to actually put things into action because everybody here is volunteering for many, many things to make things happen. We're far and f- we're few and far between and spread out mm. over vast distances. So it's really, uh, it's really, we're lucky when something happens and mm. that, um, that culminates that the, that the actual creativity, the, 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 the uh, man, woman power forces come together and uh, the audience is well, there as well, then we, we're just really lucky when that happens. And I think we, we're certainly going to follow the progress towards mm-hmm. February of this particular But Jess is doing festival. all the, she's but, doing all the, she's, she's the woman behind the show, so she gets all the credit for it. I'm just, I'm just. Uh, You're the glue. I'm the glue. It's a big, it's a big part of it. <laughs> I'm the glue, I'm, I'm the glue, yeah. Just, just briefly yeah. then, as an artist yourself, Michelle, here in Borganes and maybe further afield in Iceland, what sort of reaction do you get to the art that you make yourself? Uh, it's been... Uh, uh, I've, I've, I've had a huge amount of support from uh, uh, the community in Borganes, uh, whether it be for... Uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, figurative painting or uh, things like this that are more like uh, transcendental, mm. uh, or you have... Uh, or if it's abstract, or you know, they, 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 I think they're they're really a, uh, there's a group that's very hungry for art and and appreciates it greatly. Um, so I I get I get a lot of support mm-hmm. and a lot of resonance from uh, the 
the environment here. Um, so I'm, I'm quite fortunate that way. But um, again, it is, it's still quite remote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a, a it's, you, you have to make an effort for things to happen. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really hard to get like this. It, the momentum is hard to maintain. Um, so you can, you can start doing something and people will show and they'll continue to show. And this is really good. You know, they know that something's going on. There's a buzz that, mm -hmm. oh yeah, okay. All these creative people are coming into the studio and they're playing and making music or doing theater performance or gardening or something. And, uh, and so that's out there. And so, uh, the, the stream of people seems to be sort of, uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's getting more varied over mm -hmm. time. But still, it is, um, it's harder for me to get um, uh, enthusiasm within uh, the younger community, especially after uh, COVID. Mm. I was teaching at the MBA right after COVID. I was teaching um, digital art there. And uh, it, was, it was a real wake-up call for mm -hmm. me. And this was in... Uh, uh, this was the beginning of, what are we now? Da, 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 da. 23. 23, thank mm. you. Okay, so it was the beginning of 21. Yeah, I don't, I don't really keep track of days. You've been in here a long time, though, haven't yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. You know, I went into yeah. the bar bar the other day, and it was, it was just so ridiculous. So I asked them if they were open on the weekend, and apparently it was already Saturday. It was already the weekend. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, that kind of gives you a little bit of sure. an idea of my yeah. world. And I don't have like a Monday or a Saturday or no, a Sunday. No. I just I, I just come into the studio um, each day. I was working at the Mente Scuola and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a really uh, um, a good good wake up call because I could see how difficult it was for people to reconnect mm -hmm. after after COVID in yeah. a remote area. Um, you know, the, the young, uh, students were, were not eager to, uh, um, to be in close quarters. Mm -hmm. uh, people were still a little bit, uh, yeah. uh such a, estranged. Such a strange and horrible time and no one wants to go through that again. The arts yeah. in general, theatrical performances, cinema, anything that involved people being in close proximity, yeah, particularly those disciplines were just destroyed, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and it took a long time also, I think, for the youth to... Those were the last to, to remove their masks here. here. I, I, I found that so um, mm. noteworthy that, mm. ah, okay, interesting. And... Um, yeah, so so it was an important time for me. I was happy to do these courses. The uh, the dean at the time had asked that uh, uh, the majority of the courses be done here in the house, which was really great. That meant that uh, we could be closer and we mm -hmm. could do we could do all kinds of things that we couldn't do in uh, a classroom environment. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, they were on the floor, they were modeling for each other, doing portrait uh, modeling. Um, there was a lot of interaction, there was a lot of dynamic, and uh, and sometimes we held the classes upstairs as well, which meant that it was a, it's, it's a very good space upstairs. It has a healing quality. Yes, it, it's a beautiful house that we're in, a beautiful space. I can see that it would be not just inspiring, as we've discussed, but very helpful to 
and very useful for the kind of process that you were going through with the students. It's been such a treat to be here, to be part of, or at least witness to this part of the creative process. It really has, Michelle. If someone wants to find out more about your art, I think the website is michellebird.com. Yes, uh, that is my website. So I have a couple of websites. Uh, so for my personal work, um, it is michellebird.com. Uh, if you're interested in um, blindfolded painting mm. experiences, mm. then the website is couragecreativityiceland.com. And then there's a third website, which is for uh, the art projects that I've done here, which involve community, and the majority of these projects have been supported by the uh, Samtok uh, Svetvelag Vesterlands, and I've got a website dedicated to that, which is called uh, arthouseborganist.com. And since I've been here, I've received, uh, I've, I've received about uh, eight grants from the municipality to uh, create a myriad of uh, uh, exhibitions, art projects with uh, children and adults in sure. the community, and uh, it's been it's been really great. A lot then to discover. We'll put links to those sites up on the article that accompanies this edition of the podcast. For now, Michelle, thank you very much indeed for your time. <laughs> thank you. Thank great you pleasure much. to talk to you today, and, and to be here, as I say, and to witness all of this coming to life. It's the Ruve English podcast. You can get in touch with us anytime. By email, english at ruv.is. You can also find us on Twitter and on Facebook as well. You're listening to the Roof English Podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English.